Take it away, Jonas. <laughs> oh my God! I can't. I can. <laughs> In honor of Halloween. Oh, that was. I'm not even kidding. That was amazing, Danny. Amazing. <laughs> so oh, when I listen to it at like God. three in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to sleep after this. <laughs> uh, uh, that was incredible work. I mean, seriously, so good. We should just wrap yeah. it up now. I feel like. This is not gonna back get to the show spooktacular. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Uh, uh, welcome everybody to back to the show special Halloween edition. I guess. Wow. Yeah. Why not? Woo! Yeah. Why not? Woo! Danny bringing out a special holiday themed intro. That oh boy, that was great stuff. Seriously, man, really great. Good. Good. Glad you liked it. Great. Uh, so we watched Home Alone, everybody. Great stuff. Wait, no, hang on. That's not right. Uh, guys, uh, what movie are we doing this week? Uh, it's The Lost Boys, 1987. Uh, cla- classic. We'll yeah, hell it. yeah. Yeah, a classic. It's a classic, yeah. It's a vampire classic. It's a vampire classic. Um, it uh, It's directed by Joel Schumacher. It stars uh, Jason Patrick. And the Corys and Kiefer Sutherland, and also uh, I feel like the grandpa from uh, Blossom. Yeah, I, I was like, is that the diabetes guy? No, it's not him. But who who is this guy? He looked so familiar. Like he was in so much back then, right? Uh, he's Buzz from Blossom. Okay, How there you, you go. I think that's it. I mean, I don't. (laughs) Guys, we should do a blossom next week. Dude, blossom season one, all episodes. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't do that. I can't be a part of that. Oh man. Remember, I think her name was Six, her friend. Yeah. Yeah. I I cringed every time someone said her name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't wait. During, well, like at the time you did or since then? No, at the time. Oh, wow. I don't think there's much talk of Blossom in general, like everyday life, right? <laughs> I mean, I talk about it. Britt and I talk about every it. Day. Day. You just have a recap at, over breakfast. <laughs> well, what happens, is, is, <gasps> what happens is I'll do something and she'll be like, oh, my God, you are doing so Blossom right now, Jonas. Yeah, and you I'm might like, as well have a tie skirt on right now. <laughs> so Blossom. Anytime something cool happens, I'm like, 
Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That uh, what's her name? Blo- the blossom, the blossom lady, Maya Bialik. Yeah. She, uh, on she's the I don't watch this. She's on. The, yeah, she's like a genius, right? Yeah, she's a, yeah. a scientist or some shit. She's like PhD level, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, why are anyway, we talking about blossoms? I don't. Well. <laughs> one of our special Halloween episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys. All right, let's go. Let's get back. We gotta go. We gotta get back to it. The Lost Boys. All right, let's begin by talking about. Well, you guys mentioned that it's a it's a vampire classic. Let's talk about that. Danny, why don't you start us off? Tell us when was the last? Like when was the first time you saw? What do you remember about it? What's going into this thing? What what was on the top of your brain? Like all movies, I don't remember anything. That's great. That's a great start. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're a part of this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Solid. Why are you go to me every time? I don't remember. Um, uh, yeah, I remember like not loving it and kind of feeling like it was a like a kind of a cop out to like it, considering it was filmed in our in our hometown. So like it was like you have to like it because it was filmed in Santa Cruz. Oh yeah, wait. Will you tell? Well, wait. Will you set? Will you set that up for people? To tell people. I didn't. I didn't say anything about that. We should explain. Yeah, that yeah. So we all grew up in Santa Cruz County, uh, up in the mountains. But for, for the most part, you know, Santa Cruz was also our hometown. So the movie was filmed in Santa Cruz uh, at the boardwalk. Everyone, it's 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 beloved by everyone in Santa Cruz to this day. And in fact, every year they they play it at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Oh yeah. Is that right? They still do that? Does that Every sax player come back? Year. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. We're gonna that's gonna okay. be that's gonna be a solid sixty-five percent of what we're gonna talk about. Uh, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. It's impossible not to. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny, you don't really have a memory of like liking the movie or anything. Like what did you remember about it? Nothing. I don't I don't remember anything. Really? Yeah, nothing. Well, oh, I, don't remember, I don't remember the lines. I don't remember the saxophone player. I don't oh, remember. Oh God, I can never <laughs> forgot. To be fair, I did not remember the saxophone player either. But I, I but I will never forget him now. To be clear, <laughs> I I forgot nothing. <laughs> okay, Robert. Okay, let's go to Robert then. Robert, when when do you re- like talk about the age you were when you think you were remembering this was a movie we were watching and everyone was loving it. And then what did you remember about it? Uh, I think I was I was pretty young. I mean, I feel like I was maybe 10 or so when I saw it, eight, eight to 10, around in there. I remember it was amazing because it was a movie filmed in Santa Cruz. So like you'd, you'd, you'd see all the places yeah, right. and it was, it was like kind of, it was just cool, right? You got, um, you got caught up in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, up. I think definitely. I also, at one of my mom's friends- was in an extra in that saxophone scene, no, <laughs> the bandstand, and so that was like cool too. We like watch it and like, oh, there she is, yeah. And wait, she was like you, dressed wait, like a biker you, chick. Do you remember who it still was when you were watching it? Now, could you see? Uh, her? I saw, I saw the woman. I was like, I think that was her, but I, I'm not positive. It wasn't like a close family friend. It was like a. We didn't really. You didn't know her. You guys didn't. No, know I her. didn't. I didn't really know her. My mom, I think, knew her a little bit. She came over to our house one time around the time when this movie was like out on video, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I was in that scene." 
yeah, right there. Look. And like we put it on and I was like, oh my God. She came over and she like wouldn't shut the fuck up about being in the Lost. Yeah, <laughs> she she brought Lost Boys over. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we're putting this on. My mom was like, my son is seven. I don't think this is appropriate right now. She's like, we're watching it, damn it. <laughs> and the movie just loops over and over for that one scene. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no. This was just a, like a, a bootleg recording of just that scene <laughs> over and over. <laughs> See, look, back and to the left, back and to the left. <laughs> How's this movie only 11 minutes long and it's the same 45 <laughs> seconds over and over again? Right. So needless to say, I didn't remember any other scenes. I thought it was just a saxophone, dude. <laughs> I was like, Lost Boys, man. I don't remember vampires. But I remember an oily sax. Oh, is that a, sorry, is that a documentary concert film? Uh, the Lost Boys? <laughs> it must be. That's how I remember it. Well, but I, I think I remembered pretty much everything like the Corys, um the the music like the the obviously the the doors song that is played right um and then the main theme song with like the choir boys in the back like that i remember being how's it dude yeah that that song rules dude i like that very rarely can you like throw in a, a song and have it like impact the movie? Uh huh. Oh yeah, I mean like, the whole movie is like built around that fucking song, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. That's the um, only song I can. That's the only song I play when I have intercourse to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, should we talk about the movie at all? Boy, this is probably not great for the. All right, guys. Yeah. So, um. They all arrive. They get to Buzz from Blossom's house. (laughs) Uh, He's a old guy. Yeah, Blossom has... This is all pre-Blossom. She has not moved in yet. Um, We meet Grandpa. (laughs) He has a huge fucking house. And then, i got to be honest, the next note I have is about the concert on the beach. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I mean, the sorry. first note. The first note I have is the sax player rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Actually, my first note is Bill or Ted is in this movie, which Dude. I forgot. I don't can't remember which one Bill or Ted is, but the blonde it's Bill. Guy. Bill the, is that Bill? Okay, the yeah. non uh, the guy who doesn't have a career is in it, and then uh, and then concert on the beach singer. Dude, holy shit! Those are my notes. Actually, I. In my memory, it was one of the vampires was a dude who looked so much like Bill from Bill and Ted. And then, like, for some reason, I always thought, but that wasn't really him. Man, I, a pleasant surprise. It was Bill. <laughs> S. Preston <laughs> Esquire. I was taken back. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, dude, and his hair was special. It, actually, all of them looked just kind of like, not greasy the in the, the way the sax player was greasy, but... Oh like, boy. like just, they just looked kind of oily, right? Like their hair, eh, I don't know, a lot of sebum just deposited in their hair. You know, what's interesting <laughs> is that I actually found a rare outtake from Joel Schumacher from the movie. Uh, so Wait, I like, like a video online or is it like a, what is it? Yeah. It's like, it's deep in the cracks of YouTube. Ooh. So here it is. Okay, cut. 
Cut, cut, cut. Loved it. Great song, guys. A lot of energy from the crowd. I've got a problem, though. Who hired Shawn Michaels from the WWF to be the lead singer? Huh? Nobody ran that by me. I'm the director, people. I can't be left in the dark on these things. Can someone please explain to me why Shawn Michaels looks like he lost a fight with a bottle of baby oil? Holy shit. Looks like he just went through a car wash but forgot to take his car. God damn it. I'm going to relight this whole fucking scene on account of his chest. His chest, people. It's so bright. Okay, let's go again. Cue up the stupid song. And action. Good. Okay, now cue the headbangers. Wait, why are they headbanging? Oh, fuck it, never mind. Cut, 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 cut. Loved it. I was really feeling that one, guys. A lot of good energy. One thing, though. You kind of look like a fucking goofball, Sean. The saxophone thrusts, I'm just saying, if you pulled everyone here and asked them what's the stupidest thing you could be doing with the saxophone at this very moment, fucking the air would be on the top of everyone's list. I'm just saying it's my opinion. I'm not a musician. I wouldn't know. It's kind of like you read the book on how to be cool on stage, but you skip the... Never fuck air with a saxophone chapter. Maybe you're not a reader. I don't know. Not a big deal, Sean. Not a big deal. A lot of good energy. Let's move on. There you go. Oh, my God. Can I tell you, you could play those notes for any scene in a movie as a director, and I think you would work. That's amazing. Oh my god, I love it, Danny. Uh, your your surprise little bits are one of my favorite things about this entire process. Yes, yeah. they rule. <laughs> Glad you like it. I completely fell down a, a rabbit hole on YouTube looking for that dude to see who that was. And <laughs> who was it? Uh well, I forget his name now. I forgot to write it down, but that basically defined his career. And oh, he, to this day, still plays that song in that outfit, like no. with the leather and chains and like bars, gigs, he, like, gigs around and still does it. Oh, and he way. still hits the notes, man. He's still, he's still like, you know, <laughs> humping the air and doing it all. Yeah, wait. Okay, Robert, I'm with you. Like, I, I looked into this. And, and Danny, as much as I love your shtick, your, your skit, it turns out... First of all, none of that stuff was introduced by the film. That is his. In, that was his getup. Yeah, like that. That was he. Everything he did in that movie is exactly the way he did it before that movie ever existed. The outfit, wow. the the fucking. He's a real musician who wore that outfit and who was that greased up. And, and and played that saxophone he was like asked to come be a part of the thing uh and then he did that and then he left and that was it but like that's they put that in the movie they didn't put the movie on that guy is what i'm trying right to say. yeah yeah he he uh he played with like tina turner i think yeah. he was like yeah, a yeah, yeah. classically yeah. trained super badass musician and yeah, then, no, he was. Yeah, he was a backup he was like part of her band and toured yeah. with her he was like a very then, successful tour member guy and then the reason he got super ripped is because he had, uh, I think he had issues with like maybe heroin or some drugs and he started, he turned to bodybuilding to 
kick the drugs. And so then he ended up getting super ripped and then decided, you know, might as well flaunt it while I'm up here. God, I feel like such a dick. <laughs> no, you shouldn't feel like a dick. Why would you imagine that a man <laughs> would <laughs> exist for real? <laughs> By the way, I just want to be clear. And, and I am an asshole because I haven't looked up the man's name enough to say it now, but that guy crushes and by the way he didn't just crush that performance he crushed all the extras after that scene for sure like that guy is killing it what was brit's reaction well she she knew it was coming she remembered it like she was like literally what happened is is as soon as they uh the first the scene right before it was like wrapping up she said these words she's all oh boy and i was like what is that and she's like here we go and then it happened. <laughs> Tim then Capello. Had... What's his name? Tim Capello. That's not that's... the greatest name. Yeah, not what I was expecting. Yeah, that's his name, buddy. Okay, well, fifty percent of that's going to be usable. We, but here's the good news: we are six and a half minutes into the movie. <laughs> I was just about to say this movie gets right into it, man. <laughs> well, Corey Haim meets. Edgar and Alan, right? Oh, yeah, the yeah, Frog yeah, the, Brothers. The, the Frog, frog Brothers. brothers. The vampire hunters. They're like 15-year-old vampire hunters. Right? Oh, I have a question about those guys. Can I ask this yeah. now? I want to get yeah. I want to poll you guys on it. Are the Frog Brothers... Have they hunted vampires before? Or is this their first go-round? Because I couldn't... I don't think they've ever been actually tested, right? Like, they read read the comic books and like the lore and, and what, and, and know about it all. But I think that this movie was their first actual encounter, right? This time. Yeah. They know everything, how to kill them. And they know what's going to happen when they die. Cause at, at some point they go, uh, the vampire might explode. He might scream, you know? So they know everything about what might happen, but when they actually kill, uh, Ted or Bill. Yeah. From, yeah. They, <laughs> They, they start yeah, screaming because, you know, all the blood's going on them and it, it seemed very amateurish. Yeah. Well, know? they all of a sudden the reality of it sets in and they're like, ah, like this is scary. Yeah. They just fucking bail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the comic book uh, that they give to Corey Haim. Did you guys see that? <laughs> the comic book says vampires everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like vampires, but vampires in Santa Clara and Santa Carla wasn't already taken. <laughs> like it's so like, just obvious. I didn't notice that. I like that. Hey, by the way, uh, here's a comic book. The title is what you're going to want to pay attention to. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, yeah, my impression was, too, that they were like new to the gig, but um, I couldn't quite tell because they seemed so educated about how to kill vampires but anyways we'll get we'll get to that so cory the corys meet this was the first corys get together by the way we'll probably i imagine we'll probably revisit other cory get together oh yeah later this is really this is their first movie together yeah this is the this is the beginning this is the this is like the moment when the corys become the corys wow until like until like twenty years later, when they were like, "Boy, those two drug addicts named the Corys," but like before that, you know what I mean? Yeah. This reminds me. This reminds me of another question I have about them: Is Corey Feldman doing a voice? 
Yes. Yeah, dude. And, and at, at one mo- at one time, it's almost like a Rambo voice, sort of. <laughs> like Sylvester Stallone, right? He's like, oh, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> like, he sort of has that weird drawl, like, been punched in the head a few times. Rocky. It was distracting, because the, the whole time I'm like, every time I listened to him, I was like, God, you're doing a voice. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. I thought uh, when he first was, do- when he, when I, when he first showed up, I was like, Oh, he's doing like a badass voice, and like later in the movie, this will be a thing. Like this is a, this is a bit in the in the film, but it never is a bit. He he wears this like weird twelve year old doing a grown man's voice thing through the whole movie, which is super yeah. weird. Hey, I have a question. So Michael Corey Haim's older brother uh, falls falls immediately for this girl he sees at the the concert with the saxophone player mm-hmm. and he Stall. follows her or whatever. He kind of stalks her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah it's, and, gross. it's a little gross. Yeah, and, Corey, and Corey Haim's like, well, where are we going? Hey, she doesn't like you. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter if she likes me. I'll have her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, then he meets uh, Kiefer Sutherland and the gang, uh, the vampires, and they go off on this crazy ass motorcycle ride. They find the cave uh, that Robert alluded to earlier. Um, here's my question. So at some point they hand, uh, Michael like a goblet of blood. Right. And even though like the girl tells him star tells him, Hey, it's blood. (laughs) Don't drink it. Don't drink the blood. He goes, ah, it's not blood. He drinks the blood. Would here's my question. Would you guys drink the blood? Are, are we assuming I've been through the, uh, maggots and worms gauntlet before the blood Uh thing? Uh, I have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I yeah, right. At that yeah. point, you're like, yeah, right. It's blood. Yeah, real, real funny. Ha ha. Give me yeah, some yeah, yeah. Because the two things. One is, I don't know what's real or not anymore. But also, apparently, I'm such a fucking idiot. I that doesn't in any way like bump for me that like I this man can make me hallucinate. But that, but also stars there. I want to impress her mostly. Right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you can't say no. Although she no. did tell you. What am I going to say? Like, oh, Star, you're right. I'm so much of a, like a wuss. I'm not going to do it. No, I like Star. I'm trying to fucking make out with her. You know, I want to like. Yeah, I wrote down. Um, I think I would drink the blood to make the guys like me. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agreed. Agreed. I think like we can unpack that later, Danny, if you want, or or now. <laughs> but I agree with you. We can unpack it for me too. Same thing. Peer pressure. I would have done it. Oh yeah. I mean, you just moved to town. You're getting you know invited to their like clubhouse hangout. These guys are pretty cool. Like yeah, sure. Yeah. What about the bridge scene? Would you guys jump off the bridge, hold no. on to the no, bars no. as a fucking no. train? I would not do that at all. Would you do that? Oh, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, so <laughs> for me, this is the thing about the movie. I feel like the first half an hour is bonkers and then there's like a long middle period and then the last 20 minutes is pretty fun. That bridge scene is great, and it represents like the end of the great bonkers first thirty minutes or whatever. Like, who the fuck goes? And then someone's like, "Hey, we're gonna jump off the thing. We're all gonna hang on the bottom of this bridge." That is insane. It's 
not many people could like get themselves back up after hanging for like. Oh right! Know, By minutes. the way, to be clear, I don't have the physical strength to even hang on for three to four seconds. Let's be clear. <laughs> oh, I would have grabbed the bars and instantly fallen down <laughs> to my death. Yeah, just dropping straight down and then catching the bar. Uh, no, I mean that's grip strength, baby. Dude, you would have heard this. You would have heard whoop. <laughs> <laughs> That is literally the funniest joke this podcast has ever had. No, I like that scene too. The only thing I didn't like was how many times can they say Michael? Did anybody catch that? When what? Dude, throughout the entire movie, all they said was Michael. Michael. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's hey, the whole Michael. thing, right? That Michael. Dude, over Michael. and over. I counted it Michael. in ten minutes. In ten minutes from the cave to I think the scene after the train, they said Michael fifty-seven <laughs> times in, in ten minutes. I well, counted it. So oh is all god. of it actually being said, or is some of it just weird like they're in his head and kind of calling saying, to him to come to the the vampire side i don't fucking know it's it's i don't know man like 52 times was michael i think one time they said his entire like full name for some reason and another time like cory Haynes said mike but dude, it was, and then the rest of the movie, it was Michael, Michael, Mike. I Michael, feel like, Michael, I feel like, I feel like a solid, like you could probably track this. I think a 50 to 60% of the dialogue that Kiefer Sutherland says is the word Michael. Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. All he fucking, do, it's just like, Michael, how about the maggots? Michael, join us. Michael, you're one of us. Michael, 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 Jesus, we get it, bro. You know, you, you know his name. <laughs> I know. He's like, Hi, Michael. How are you, Michael? Michael, would you like some maggots, Michael? <laughs> Fuck, by, the way, by the way, I can't. I'm still imagining the whoop that Danny mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so funny. funny. So funny. That's so funny. Oh my god. That's one of the funniest things I've heard in so long. Oh my god. Well, what do you what do you guys think about the way they show them flying? Oh, you mean like, how they just like, like take like the camera and like point of view. Yeah. I did think about that a little bit actually as I was watching. I thought, it. I was like, it's a pretty clever way around what would ultimately at the time, right? Like the visual effects would have been so clunky that like it, it would have been looked, terrible. It would have looked horrendous. Been, yeah, I thought they right? did I thought that was pretty clever. Like I think it worked, and it was like, yeah, I don't know. It's like are are they a full size vampire? Like are they them floating, or do they have wings? Are they? A weird bat creature, you never know, but they're just oh, yeah. flying around and then, you know, eating people. So I thought that worked really well. I actually, I did think about that too, uh, Robert, with it, because there were bits where, like, um, right, they're flying, but there's also bits where, like, Star appears and then she's out the window. And, like, rather than, like, try to fuck around with terrible visual effects, mm-hmm. they kind of leaned into it, which also I thought about did kind of work at this whole, like, 
vampires kind of come and go and there's it, it, it leaned into this whole idea of them like they're there they're not there and all this kind of stuff which i thought which i thought actually worked i thought it worked pretty okay for what they were because then when you think about when they do show actual vampire stuff oh particularly the the feet when he's hanging in the cave yeah that was oh that was bad <laughs> it was like <laughs> these weird little lobster claw feet things <laughs> just like <laughs> what is this oh god it was so literal. It's actually, that's funny you mentioned that. Because, like, in a movie where they did so much shit, like, off camera, and they're like, and uh, it turns out they've got these weird little feet that uh, can grab yeah. the bar with right. long Why nails. Why sh- show that? Like, you, you show them know. from a little bit of a distance, and they're hanging upside down, and it's just implied, okay, they're like bats. They're hanging upside down. Don't zoom in on this terrible practical effect that it's like no. puppetry junk. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, but can we can we on the opposite side of this? Can we talk about when the first vampire attack really does happen? When they they kill those dudes on the beach, dude, that was such a cool scene. Yes, the, like when so, they're looking from the tree out to the bonfire yeah. and the party. Yeah, like the way it was shot was fucking beautiful. Yeah, yes, yeah. that was the best scene. I'm so glad to hear you say that, Dan. That was the best scene of the whole movie. I thought. Yeah, I wrote it down. I said the way they lit the whole thing, like in red. With the 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 fog machine going by, like, at, and it wasn't just like the fog was like sitting there, like floating slowly by. It was like a, a quick breeze, man. It was, oh, it looked looked legendary just the way it looked, you know. Like I could see that scene, like with them in the trees being on the cover, you know. Oh yeah, because the light with the tree and everything, like, and then it's so the attack is so like brutal, mm-hmm. and yeah. bloody, and like there's nothing else in the movie like that. Like it, it feels yeah. visceral, and I actually made a note about how I was like, I wish the movie was doing a little more of this, because there is, maybe, I don't know if you guys felt this, but like there is a, this, overall I will say like, I was surprised at how little actually happens in this movie. It's almost like hard to distinguish, is this like, taking place over two days or like, you know, it just kind of is like jumps and then it's like the end and they're in this final battle. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. It also felt like it, it moved through it. It was like kind of zipping through to me. Maybe I was just like liking it and, and accepting like the, the pace felt, felt quick. Like it was just getting to the next thing. I felt like they, tried to focus a lot on Michael dealing with becoming a vampire mm-hmm. at the same time, Corey Haim kind of bouncing around joking with or screwing around with his friends, you know, and it kind of didn't leave a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah. I see what you're saying. There wasn't a lot going on because I kind of feel like they didn't really have a clear path as to where they're going. I, I think a little bit of a, like, now that Robert explained it earlier, right about like what the thinking was around it, like it does, it feels it feels a little bit like a split thing, but a thing where like there's a there's a twilight, you know, pre twilight sort of 17, yeah. 16, 18 year old movie here that's about yeah. Michael and Star and all that shit, and then there's like Corey's the Corey's and that sort of Goonies esque stuff. And the movie sort of tries to split the difference, and in the end, you, it's, it's like I, yeah, like I kind of, I wanted it to either go more bonkers, silly, or 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 less because 
what it wasn't really doing either one. And, but, and I agree with you, Robert, about the timeline. I actually like, there's a couple things where like, so Michael like eats the maggots and the worms and drinks the blood and then they do the train shit. I think that same night. And then he falls into the fog and lands on his bed mm-hmm. or something. And then literally the next scenes are like, the mom is like, you're going out late at night. You never come in. Like, I, where are you? You're gone. He's got an earring. Yeah. I don't remember a scene where that happened. Right. And then he sees Star and she's like, they're like in love with each other. And it's like, wait a minute. I don't like, they haven't even met each other. Like it, it does feel like I, I actually said to Brit at some point, I'm like, it feels like there's a lot of like scenes in here that were like chopped out and they were just like, fuck it. Just truncate the whole thing down. Yeah. Because, yeah. A lot of, like, a lot of that. Like, yeah. Because the timeline is, to- yeah, the timeline is totally impossible to nail. It, it does seem the movie, if you trust the movie, it's like 48 hours, but the way shit unfolds, it's like two Michael, months probably, right? Yeah, like Michael takes like a he whatever he stops going. He at one point he's even like, I don't have time for school, mom. And I'm like, I didn't even know you went to school, bro. I thought you were fucking in trade school learning like mechanics shit. Like I didn't realize you even went to school. We haven't gotten to school. You guys arrived the day before I yesterday. I thought it was like summer vacation. Well, no, I was on summer vacation. Yeah. Right? At one point, she says the mom says like, when school starts, things you know you're going to change. Oh, that's what right? school things starts. are going to change yeah. once school gets going. So, I mean, at the most, this is like you know two to three months, right? Because they moved there and school has yet to start. Okay, but, but yeah. I mean, the way it feels, it's like is this two days or two months? I don't know. <laughs> let's skip ahead to the look, guys. Let's skip ahead to Home Alone, the vampire movie at the end. Uh, I love all of this, by the way. I wish the whole movie were more of this. I wish it were more like garlic bathtub. By the way, the whole house exploding with like blood stuff. What the fuck was that, that was, about? But yeah, I that, liked it. It, it was, was nuts, cool. Like, what the fuck was even happening? That How whole did that, happen? that was whole like they pushed the guy into the bathtub full of holy water and garlic, right? Yeah. yeah so and how? then he melts yeah. and then that like just wreaks havoc on the plumbing. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> like, I guess vampire blood and lead pipe or copper piping do not mix. <laughs> Danny, you were, about, you were about to say something. I love how gory it became. Yeah, it got real gory, huh? Yeah, that's what I wrote down is that the shit just got really insane. My my only problem was with uh, Grandpa. Oh, okay. yeah. It, it's revealed that like he's known that there's been vampires in, in Santa Carla the entire time. And then he comes to save the day by what he, what, he put like fucking like 30 fence posts on the hood of his car. <laughs> yeah, that, that was drove it through a living room window to kill the main vampire. And, and was that supposed to be that he was actually hauling a load of fence posts or was it just the process of crashing through everything sent yeah. debris? Which Why I do think I feel it's like the latter. Didn't to do that? <laughs> I think it's the latter, right? But then you see the shot of the car and there is like a whole load of big fence posts, like sharpened. <laughs> so, I feel like he was in the process of like putting up a fence and put it into drive by accident. Ah, so it's just a, a happy coincidence. <laughs> yeah. And then he played it off like, oh, I totally meant to do that. He's like a, he's like an irresponsible contractor. <laughs> <laughs> he did not secure his I own. Did. 
I didn't know. Honestly, though, like I, I, it's good that you guys bring this up because I did have a thing where I was like, did like the grandpa like know what? There's no way he would have known what was happening inside the house. He was too busy being like balls deep and like lady. Johnson or yeah, widow, widow Johnson, or widow whatever. Johnson, right? Like, right, like <laughs> Windex was, on as as aftershave. Yeah, he was busy like twerking. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right. So, like, yeah, did he? That is very. Did he know all that stuff was happening? Or to Danny's point, is he just a confused 62 79 <laughs> year old man who can't figure out reverse and drive and just yeah, or brake and gas and backed into his fucking living room? And <laughs> And accidentally murdered a local community business owner who happened, it turns out, luckily, to be like a guy who was the head vampire. My guess is that Widow Johnson was giving him head in the car for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, my and he's God. Been plowing through everyone's <laughs> gates and shit. <laughs> he just went right into his. <laughs> oh, if Widow Johnson had pulled her head up out of his lap after the fucking thing killed the vampire, that would have been the greatest ending to this movie ever. That would have been so great. I guess he he does like stumble out and go straight to the fridge for like a cola or something, right? Like, yeah. ooh, I'm, I'm freaking grumpy. Yeah, that guy pulled. Uh, that guy did like Brit did after the fucking concert video. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> what about um the mom? Like, in order to save Corey Haim, her son, right? Because uh, the bad guy Max has Corey Haim by the neck, and he's saying, "Well, I don't understand. Like, what did Max really want from her?" To have a relationship? I didn't, yeah. I didn't understand the fucking... He, I, it, all it? Came, it all came down to, like, he needed to discipline his boys, which, by the way, I don't know why. They seem to be doing fine eating people. And so he wanted, like, a mom, but then yeah. the only way to get the mom was to get Michael and Sam to be vampires, even though they made no attempt to capture Sam the entire film. Well, um, I think that's, like, you know, that would come... Like After maybe the fact, uh, kind of like boys too, you know. Yeah. And did you guys notice like how willing she was? <laughs> like she was totally ready to go with him. She's just like she didn't put up a fight at all. She's well, like no. she had he had. Uh, but it didn't seem that way. It seemed like her the way she was acting was like, all right, like that that could be fun. I watched it twice. Like she's so like not terrified of the situation at all. It all that I will say this that whole business with like Max being the head guy and all of that like so the final fight between Michael and David over very quickly and then uh, he gets killed on the antlers I did have a note about it was like quick. it was quick I actually thought it was pretty cool and then it was over pretty fast and then it was like antlers are not made of wood so I don't understand why he's dead and then also there was like a spotlight on him. And then the, the yeah, ones. but they tried that. Oh my god, it's that's a great song, by the way. Song, yes, it's, it's a really great song. Um, that whole business at the end was pretty fast, and then Max is like, "Oh boy, I feel weird. Oopsie Daisy." I'm <laughs> yeah. Like this is my problem because I, but it it all it gets it's quite fast like it all happens inside of like whatever like five minutes or something it's very fast from begin yeah from beginning to end you mean like from 
beginning of Home Alone scenes to yeah. Max's toast and everyone's yeah. back to normal. Well, the David Michael fight through to David dies, through to Max reveal, through to like, yeah, uh, Buzz, fucking Buzz from Blossom shows up and like stabs everybody with his fence post. Like, the, oh, that sounds grosser than I thought it would. But uh, dude, he should have like took taken out like Corey Haim at the same time. That would have been. been <laughs> I will say this though: I thought Corey Haim was doing some good work. I thought he was. He thought he acted pretty well in the film. He has one character in all his movies. And he's yeah. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, and especially yeah, up like against the Frog Brothers, like it made him look like you know amazing. Okay, so guys, I have we're wrapping this up, but I ha- I have two bits of bits of info too that I looked up. Maybe you guys know this, but two things. One is Corey Feldman was almost thrown off the movie because at this time in his career he was a cocaine addict and showed up quite fucked up uh, during shooting. To the point that Schumacher had to like maybe almost throw him off the movie. Wow. But then, then they made they made uh whatever, they made up and it was fine, and then it was okay in the end. Uh but that is baffling to me because or excite crazy because like Corey Feldman is like maybe 14 in the movie and he's already like Is he only up. 14? Something like that. Yeah, that's something, nuts. something like that, right? Yikes. And, and this, by the way, this is the this is the crazy thing, and this did blow my mind, and hopefully it will blow yours too if you didn't already. But the original script, as Robert mentioned, I think earlier, uh, which I didn't know, was that it was supposed to be about some younger kids. But what I did find was actually, and this explains the name of the movie, it was actually inspired by this idea that what would happen if Peter Pan was a vampire? What? And if the boys that were called to the island were like turned into vampires by him. That's why they were the lost boys. What? That's what, what, seriously, that's what the screenplay started with. And it gets, it gets crazier. Originally, the mom's name was Wendy. And the dog whose name is Nanook is inspired by the character Anna, Anna, which was the dog in Peter Pan. Yeah. All of that was apparently the part of the original script. And then Schumacher came in, like Robert said, uh, and was like, I'm going to change it. But The Lost Boys, I had never thought about that ever. And it turns out that's why it's called that. Yeah, I I always – I mean, I always thought about Peter Pan, like The Lost Boys. I never thought about that. Why would they call it The Lost Boys? But then I thought it was – I had read something – you know, recently that it was just kind of an ode to the fact that you don't grow old when you're a vampire. And that was like a clever little like, Ooh, they're the lost boys. But sure. Yeah. But I did not know that it was actually based on like a weird bizarro world, Peter Pan scenario. Well, that was apparently what inspired it. (laughs) Wow. This idea that, that, that it was inspired, the screenplayer, the screenwriters were inspired with this idea that Peter Pan could fly and then he visited Wendy at night and they never grew old. And that ah. was enough. This idea that Peter Pan was a vampire oh, wow. was like the genesis for the whole fucking thing. The character of David was originally named Peter. Wow. Hmm. Which is More kind of know. amazing, actually, when you think it about it. It kind of is. And yeah. what, a, what a different movie if they had gone that route. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> 
taglines. Does anybody have any taglines? <laughs> I got to be honest. I tried to think of some, but I, like I could not come up with – my takeaway from this movie is that it was – like it did not leave much of an impression. I have to admit. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. Hey, hey, don't worry. At least you remembered. It, so not a big deal. I did think about it. I really, honestly did. This isn't me comping out. That's all I, want. I thought that's about all it. I, want. I was like, "Fuck!" I have this movie. Like, I don't know, man. It's like whatever. Okay. Well, I got one. It's uh, the tagline. The original tagline is "Sleep all day, party all night, never grow old, never die." So this is my new tagline. Sleep all day, Michael. Party all night, Michael. Never grow old, Michael. Never die, Michael. Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. There, right, that man. is perfect. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, guys, that's that's the end of uh, the loss. So now that we're at the end, what does everybody think? Like, does this? Robert, we'll start with you. Because you remembered it. Does it hold up? Would you watch it again? What's your impression now, 20 years later? Well, I think maybe I'm alone on this, but I think it holds up, man. I think it was fun. It And it's maybe just all nostalgia that carries it for me. But I was into this and, you know, trying to take notes and stuff. It definitely made me realize like not a lot was going on. It kind of just... Uh, yeah, the, the plot was kind of weak. Like it just sort of happened. But at the same time, I was I was into it through and through. I would say I would recommend it if someone wants to watch a kind of, you know, teen vampire movie. I mean, this started them all too, right? I think this was the first like vampires are young and sexy and like cool. Before that, it's like, you know, Nosferatu and shit. So... <laughs> So, I think Near Dark. There's a movie called Near Dark that was a a, a big hit. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. So I guess suck it, Robert. There you so, go. So <laughs> okay. So no, never mind. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> no, that's I'd say yes. I'd say it holds up for me, Danny. You know, when I first watched it, I wasn't blown away by it and never really gave it a second thought watching it again i had a good time i'll be honest i had a lot of fun um so i liked it i thought it was a good movie the one thing i wish i understood was why the fuck did grandpa get in the car with car with Corey Haim and turn it on and say we're going to town and then turn off the car and say <laughs> yeah well that's it what did you think and Corey Haim's like what the fuck right so anyway he's a, but- uh, yeah, he's a crazy uh, he's a crazy hippie he's, he's a kook uh, yeah man. Yeah, we got that beforehand. It was <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I think you guys already did that in the nine scenes before that. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, good movie. I would definitely watch it again. Yeah, so uh, I don't think I would watch it again. I Whoa. think I this is the thing for me. I, I think like I remembered the movie having more like business in it. I think overall, when it was sort of firing on all cylinders, I enjoyed it. I liked the very beginning. I like this stuff at the beach where they killed the dudes. I liked, I actually even also really liked this stuff with a, uh, we didn't really talk about it, but where Michael is like flying out the window and trying to, Oh like, yeah. Like yeah. I actually thought that was pretty, I thought that was fun stuff. And then the, the last 20 minutes I thought was fun. There was a lot of 
for me, like a lot of downtime in the middle. I, I think probably this for me is going to be one of those that like nostalgia, youth, I liked it, but now I, I wouldn't go back to it again. But I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's one of those. It's sort of like, oh, as a kid, okay. But but I don't know that I would do it again. I mean, you're wrong. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we forgive you, but guys, but you would not be. Oh, by the way, though, you know what I would watch again? I would watch that fucking saxophone guy, Tim. <laughs> McGuffin, whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, wait, wait, shoot. Tim oh, Capello. Oh my god, that guy. Alright. I still believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, uh, well, I wish I feel like we were playing I Still Believe right now here at the end. Uh, that's Thank you for another great episode, Robert. Yeah, thank you guys. Oh, there it is. Yes. No, Charles. I love it. Hey, no, Charles. By the way, I'll be honest. It's un- it's unclear to me what they're saying. I shall not do. Thou shalt not what exactly? Fall. Yeah. Fall. Yeah. Oh, fall. Yeah. Alright. Is, is it fall or call? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it means it's the whole crux of the movie. Doesn't no it's not. It's no, not. you're right. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh Robert, Danny, another amazing episode. I feel like out of the ones that we've crushed, this one we crushed most of the hardest. Not the hardest. <laughs> It's but like it's most up of the artist, not the hardest. Yeah, most, yeah, yeah, Mostly. most, most, <laughs> hardest, most. Yeah, I'll, like I would say this: that was an episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I did again. He yep. speaks the truth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Sound happened, uh, and that's it. And we recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Listen, it was a pleasure. I hope everybody, I hope everybody listening enjoyed it, guys. Uh, If you have any other fun ideas for movies that we should check out, please go to our, we don't have a thing. It doesn't matter. I think we we have a thing, don't we? Some sort of thing? barely a thing. (laughs) But it could be a thing. Yeah, we'll have to come up with that. Sorry, let me do that over again. Let me do that over again. Uh, Don't worry about it. uh, It's fine. Danny, Robert, thank you for another great episode. Everybody at home, thank you for listening. Uh, It's been another fun episode, and we'll see you guys next time on Back to the Show. Uh, Till then, keep on... uh, I don't know. You don't have have an outro. I tried to come up with the thing. Yeah, I tried to come up with an outro. Maybe think of it before you just go for it there. Guys, until until next time, you know... Keep on... uh, yeah, until next time, thou yep. shalt not fall, motherfuckers. Yeah! <laughs> oh. <laughs>